hello everyone welcome back to the podcast it is the middle of the week so i hope it's been going well for you so far it has been so beautiful out this week i swear i get so refreshed when the weather starts getting to these temperatures it's like a big old boost of just serotonin through my veins (laughs) happy saint patrick's day also I used to be so obsessed with St. Patrick's Day as a kid. I would read all of the books, watch all of the movies, and I had a leprechaun. (laughs) I was talking about this to my roommates the other day, and it shocked me that a lot of people didn't have leprechauns as a kid, and that was like my favorite thing ever. I would legitimately go leprechaun hunting But I was also the kid that was super, super into holidays, like Santa, the Easter Bunny, and everything. Do you guys remember that one movie that was on Disney Channel where he finds out him and his family are like all leprechauns? Hold on, I gotta look that up. Okay, it was called The Luck of the Irish. Duh. I loved that movie. I had to watch it literally every single year before St. Patrick's Day. Also, Shamrock Shakes. Are we fans or no? I'm definitely a fan and I still haven't got one yet this year, so I'm gonna have to go get one. Maybe tonight. Anyways, today we're going to talk about overcoming overthinking. And overthinking is a B word. It's something that I do so often, but I feel like it ruins so many moments and things. It's literally creating problems for yourself that aren't even really there. And if you do it too, then hey, we're in this together, just like everything else. But today we're going to talk about some steps and ways to overcome it, because I do think I've kind of gotten better at not doing it as much. I feel like when we overthink, it is usually due to one single emotion. Fear. Fear of what people are thinking, fear of what's to come, fear of what will happen, fear of judgment, or fear of making a mistake. Honestly, just fear. When thinking of all of the negative things that can happen, it's obviously easy to get scared. Maybe you've been placed in this certain situation before and it turned out badly, so you're terrified thinking it may happen again. But we have to remind ourselves that if things can go wrong, they can also go right too. I think when we start spiraling in the depths of our own mind, we need to try hard to become aware of our thoughts. And that's step one. We need to recognize that these are negative or anxious thoughts. Take a moment. Take a deep breath. Then rewire your thought process. Honestly, I needed that deep breath. I feel like all I have been doing lately is overthinking. And it sucks because I recognize that and I still sometimes do it. Mostly my overthinking has come from what I am doing after graduation, where I am going, is it the right spot? I'm on a fine line between those negative thoughts, 
but like also thinking and telling myself how excited I am for a change and a new adventure and just more growth because I really am excited. It's really crazy what our mind can do. Anyways, we want those positive thoughts, the what could go right, to be at the forefront of our mind. Try to switch those thoughts over. When we overthink, we are spending so much time in our heads. I mean, so much time. When we're in our head like that all of the time, it's really hard to be in the present moment. And it's really hard to just feel the emotions. Being present can be very difficult. You may not even understand that you're not really living in the present. But being up there in our brain can be way more comfortable than being out here experiencing life outside of your brain. What I've always said, and I'll continue to say, is you can't grow being comfortable. You need to push yourself a little further, get uncomfortable, and then that's the magic spot. That's where you learn. Starting to be present in your life can be as simple as consciously observing your thoughts and actions. Like I said earlier, recognizing if your thoughts are negative and then turning them around. Also, just looking around, determining where you are in this exact moment. Just breathing. Placing your feet on the ground. Taking a quick break from the distractions around you. Thinking about what you're grateful for. When you're in a state of gratitude, you can't really feel anxiety or worry or fear because you're just thinking about the things that you're thankful for or grateful for. Something that really helps me when I start overthinking is recognizing that no one cares. (laughs) No one cares that much about that one thing you did or said or that zit on your forehead. It's not that no one cares about you or what you do or just your life in general because there are many people who care deeply about you. But it's like, think about it this way. Someone in class raised their hand to answer a question. You listened, and then it was over. Were you still thinking about their answer five hours after class? Chances are, probably no. But they were probably in their own head, thinking about it for longer, thinking that other people were thinking about it. Does that make sense? But people are too caught up on themselves to honestly be thinking about all of the actions you make. And if someone is thinking about every move and step you make, then you probably need to get a restraining order. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But like, I hope this kind of makes sense. People just don't care as much as we think when it comes to the simple things that we overthink. We are in control of everything. And that's just a harsh reality that we have to learn to accept. Constantly overthinking the future or constantly overthinking about the past is essentially pointless because we're not in control of either one of those things, the future or the past. You might think you are, but you're not. And this may sound morbid, but you may wake up tomorrow and walk to school and just literally get hit by a car. You have no control over that. Like I said, morbid. But we can't predict the future or control. But you know what we can control? 
our emotions and also just the actions that we're doing in the present. We need to challenge our thoughts in a way because often they can be so exaggerated that we don't even really notice how crazy and exaggerated that they are. We have to take a step back and try to look at the thoughts objectively. And yeah, obviously it's hard to look at things like that objectively because there are emotions and a lot of the time they're ruling everything. But take a step back and challenge that thought. What proof do you have that your thought is true? And then what proof do you have that it's not? And another thing, yes, this whole podcast episode is about learning not to overthink. However, let yourself have that quick thought and then let it go and change that to something else. It's unrealistic to not have any thoughts at all, but it's dwelling on them and letting them spiral. That is the actual issue. Let it go and then change it to a positive or something that you're grateful for. Lastly, I just want to touch on this wonderful genius piece of information I read while researching overthinking. I always do some research before I do an episode because I want to get quotes and I kind of just want to see what other people are feeling about the topic. This comes from Shannon Kaiser, I think is how you pronounce it. And I'm just going to read exactly what she said. Starting now. Okay. Hold up the energetic mirror. Look at what's triggering you and causing you distress. Hold up the energetic mirror and ask yourself, how is this showing me what I need to heal within myself? Your external world is a reflection of your internal state, mirroring the deepest truths of your soul. Use this time to recognize all areas, relationships, and situations that feel strained. You have a divine assignment not to take things personally. Look at who and what is triggering you and what it is bringing up for you. When you feel your feelings, you release them. And as you do, you connect to the deeper message that they can bring. I just thought that that was very powerful because it's definitely very true. A lot of our overthinking can be something that has happened to us um, that we haven't healed from. Maybe acknowledging that and working on healing whatever wounds you have will stop you from the constant overthinking and those voices in your head. And as always, just get yourself moving. I really do stand by this. Unplugging and just spending some time in nature like taking a walk can really really help it always helps me you just need to get yourself moving switch locations not once again i'm not saying you have to move but just if you're stuck in your bedroom go outside your apartment and take a walk if you have felt overwhelmed at work when you can take a break leave the actual building and go somewhere else Sometimes all you need is just some silence and some solitude. Or talking to someone, which I've preached before. 
half of the burden can be lifted when it is shared. It really does help to get things off of your mind or your chest. And that's the same with like journaling too. It's putting it out there, getting it outside of your head. And that's another thing that I will strongly preach. And I know it's all so much easier said than done. Just like many of the topics that we've talked about on all of these different episodes in the podcast, which can we just pause for a second? Because I totally didn't even realize that this is the 10th episode, which is so crazy. I don't know if I feel like we should have a thousand more or we should only have like three. I just can't believe it's been several months of me doing this and it's been so fun. Okay, but back to the topic. I don't want to look back on my life in 50 years and think, wow, I've been so in my head about so many things so much that I've never been able to enjoy where I'm at. Our overthinking minds are afraid. Like I said earlier, it's all that one single emotion that's fear. Once we realize we're afraid, we need to feel it and then just do it anyway. Fear literally only exists in our minds. And I'm ending the podcast off with this quote. I love a good quote. Fear does not end death. It ends life. And when I heard this, I was like, oh my god, that <laughs> that is gold. Because that's so true. Like I said earlier, fearing that the bus might hit you on the way to school won't actually stop it from happening and killing you. But the fear of the bus may stop you from living your life or leaving the house, walking to school. And to me, not living your life is so much scarier than dying. I hope you guys could enjoy this podcast a little bit and that you gained a little something from this episode because I know so many of us are overthinkers and deal with anxiety and it's hard but there are these little ways to overcome it. Maybe this podcast can just be a little happy distraction for you when you need it. Maybe when your mind is wandering like crazy. I really hope you all have the best rest of your week ever and enjoy the fabulous weather if you're in Illinois, like I am, sadly. I'm just kidding. And as always, follow the Instagram if you haven't already. It's at screwitletsdoit.podcast. And leave a little review somewhere, wherever you're listening. It would really make my day. Okay, I love you all lots and I will see you in the next episode.